1: everyone, we thought we'd give you a wee taste of our book club podcast because they're some of our favourite conversations to have and we feel like you're missing out if you aren't part of our book club. So, in saying that, if you want to head to the show notes and join Shit You Should Read About, we have a little discount code for you. Enjoy! Bookies, bookies! Hello, ah. we oh, thank God you're here. Honestly, thank, thank God, God, you're here. It does feel like we talk to you all the
0: time. Like Lucy and I are always joking that we feel like we record book club podcasts all the time.
1: Like they are our monthly podcasts, yeah. and it feels like we're doing them twenty four seven.
0: But I love it. Yeah,
1: it's not it's not a bad thing to be feeling like you're doing all the time. We're coming to you from quite an interesting state. First of all, obviously, our pink and yellow blanket fort
0: yeah which i'm just like sweat we call it the sahara desert it's so hot under here plus i'm a little bit sick so i'm sort of running a gentle fever i look disgusting like a rat girl and like
1: honestly if there's one way to get sick it's sitting under a hot no in close proximity it's fine i feel like we're not we're both not running at 100 yeah but we will get there yeah um well, no, that wasn't, we weren't even meant to be talking about being out of the <laughs> Hey, I just wanted
0: you guys to know uh, the state of my well-being before we start.
1: Um, the state of the well-being is also feeling uh, a bit sort of enraged, a bit crazy right mm. now. As you all know, we're writing a book and just no one tells you how hard the process is, one, to write it, <laughs> two, of getting a cover yeah. that feels like you. Honestly
0: I feel like we've been chatting to some of you in the Geneva chat about topics we really want to make sure we cover in the book and things that we want to make sure are in there but one thing that we've been on a deep and intense journey of is like realizing the kind of reality behind the romanticism of writing a book.
1: It is fucking hardcore. It's it's hard everything from like you're not just thinking about what goes into it. You're thinking about what it's going to look like. You're thinking about the marketing and then mm. you're like, oh, actually, no, I should just be thinking about the content. And then, in fact, you have no thoughts sometimes when it comes to trying to write. And Yeah. It feels crazy, but, um, yeah. So, anyway, we're coming to you from a bit of a wobbly, like, excited but always nervous. Yeah,
0: I feel like I'm going to be nervous until the middle of July when it's
1: out. Me too. And... Thank you all for being here and listening to us, stresses about it. I know. One thing that has helped is reading books that inspire us. Yes. And I have to say, this book, Watching Women and Girls, was the first book I read like in this genre of short stories or essay collections or like, you know what they're calling like the it girl books or the hot girl books or whatever it is, which I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. But this book I picked up. Um, in the common area of sort of the workspace that Belle and I worked in. And they were giving away a whole lot of books.
0: Like a garage sale, basically, like Marie Kondo of the office. Like, oh, just these, oh, just get them done. Yeah, they got
1: sent a lot of books to review or whatever. And this was there and I just picked it up because it looked cool. It turns out like it wasn't even released, like when we were reading it, it wasn't even released. Like what? Well, I did
0: not know that. Yeah,
1: because remember we tried to do it for book club like months ago, and it like was not available in the US yet. It hadn't even been released over there, <laughs> and so it feels like quite a niche thing to have read. A niche pick, and a niche. Like I didn't start with Noah Ephron. I didn't start with Joan Didion. I started with watching Women and Girls.
0: But like, honestly, an incredible pick, and mm-hmm. I feel like,
1: on I feel like you reading this started our idea for the book club yeah because it was so many different stories and it was like someone's going to relate to each of these stories and so I gave it to Belle because in the first chapter there's I can't even remember what the story's called but in the first chapter there's a girl that is sitting down at a cafe with a man basically feeling like she has to prove herself to this man and he says something and she sort of goes back and says I don't think that's right and then he says no it is and she's like I actually have a PhD in this, or does she just think that? I can't remember. No, if she, she does. It. She's yeah.
0: like genuinely qualified in it, mm. and you gave it to me, and you were like, "Bow." <laughs> this is you yeah and it was about the time I just started writing chimes and we'd been like a lot of the chimes were about work at that point mm. read into that as you will but it's it's told from the perspective of a woman who maybe used to work in the industry and is watching this dynamic yep. of this older man who's definitely like fucked some of his colleagues mm-hmm. and he's like maybe has a sexy thing with this younger girl and the way the the younger woman is like oh no oh, you must be right just yeah. that was your impetus to give it to me yeah. just like how many times have you seen this and how much does this have to stop and yeah the, the like light in your eyes when you handed me this book I was just like
1: Ugh. okay I have to read it
0: yeah, must read right now <laughs> no
1: honestly like I as I said I'd never read a book of this genre before and also a lot of you when we said that we were going to be Picking this for the month's read. A lot of you were like, this is the first book I've ever read like this. I usually stay away from nonfiction or no, this wasn't even non-fiction, this was short stories. Like I that you usually don't read this type of thing, neither, but so many of you loved it and we're so glad. Yeah. It's also just such an interesting idea to write a book from the perspective of like women are always being watched.
0: Yes. And what we
1: do when we're being watched, and what we do when we're not being watched, and
0: Honestly, after reading this book and after having the gorge, life altering opportunity to interview Danielle Pender, the author, it's almost all I can think about. Mm. And she talks specifically um, in her interview, and, and you see this in the book a little bit too, like about this moment where girls become aware of their body mm. and start to feel shame. And it reminded me a little bit of like. Little Miss Sunshine, if you've seen that. I think that film plays with this idea so beautifully. And it really hurt me to think, to kind of zoom out and think about, fuck, how conscious have I been of, of the way I'm looked at? For so long. And in the interview, Danielle talks about growing up in a small town. Yeah. And, and she's like, I've always felt watched. You know, I remember walking to school and construction workers, like, yeah. watching us. And it just became a phenomenon that she was really obsessed with. And now, honestly, sometimes it's all I can think about.
1: Oh, especially after moving here, I think about being perceived all the yeah. time. Whether it's, like, the bright colors I'm wearing. Yes. Like, the fact that I don't look like I'm from here. It's yes. Like, just all the European men that sit outside the restaurants yeah. and just look at you. Yes. And yeah, I think I was listening in to the interview that um, Belle did with Danielle, which we'll be playing very soon for you. Cause it's honestly the best part of this whole podcast will be the interview and listening to it. And it was quite an emotional interview and it was really cute, but it does just, it, it's not a hot take, but just the way that we are watched all the time, seeing someone write about that. And like, why is this book not being picked up and
0: made bigger? I'm shocked. Like to me, this should be an anthology TV series. And Danielle Pender is fucking incredible. Yeah, and you'll you'll see this in the interview. She, I basically cried. And- yeah i'm pretty jaded i'm pretty sensitive i'm pretty jaded and it's hard to make me cry in a situation like that in a good way mm. it was it really hit on a nerve so i can't wait for you guys to to get to listen to that another thing that i wanted to kind of mention in in relation to the watchingness, is she has this really amazing way with words and dialogue that kind of speak into things where I would say like embarrassed to admit we think like, and one of the bookies pointed this out um, in Geneva and said something like, um, she writes about a woman with a cellulite yes. arm and calls her a greedy bitch. Yes. And like how not only is this book about men watching women, but all genders watching yeah. watching each other, but particularly women and, and how women watching each other is also not necessarily always a supportive and gorgeous yes. thing. It really like, Oh, and kind of outs you because you're like, yeah. fuck, in my worst moments, maybe I've said that about someone? That's yeah. horrific.
1: I know, and it's it feels like that is still, um, and not to sound man-hatey, but thinking that is still something that has been learned, and I dare say it's been learned from the male gaze. Yes. Like you didn't grow up and just suddenly think cellulite arm bad. Yes. It's like where did that come from? Oh, it's because men read like magazines that only have women that look like this in them and like so it's so I just think she's so smart and I loved when that was pointed out in Geneva I wanted to read another thing that was brought out in Geneva um which it was really cute but also really sad I loved so much about this book but I think the one that got me the most was I believe called Sisters and it made me reflect on my relationship with my sister who's seven years younger It made me think about in 10 years whether we'll still be close and how we probably won't see each other often, and I'm not going to lie, it did bring me to tears. It's something I don't think about, like us ever getting older. She'll have her life and I'll have mine, and we most likely won't be living in our parents' house, so our paths will probably won't cross as frequently as they do now. I won't be able to have those end-of-day conversations or runs to Starbucks when she gets off school, and it just hit me really hard that she may become a stranger one day who's pissed at me at her wedding." And I was oh, like, this shook me to my core. No. Of, like honestly, you bookies are like legends. Like you're writing these podcasts for us, first of all. But second of all, I was like, that's so true because very rarely when you're in the moment, are you thinking past the moment and how you're going to look back on it? I feel like I do that a bit now. I think you do it more as you get older. Mm. And that,
0: I, the wedding, I think it's called Three Sisters. Mm. That wedding story was one of my favorites, particularly because I'm Catherine Heigl. Mm. go to a lot of weddings and you know as you get older you realize like oh these things are really rare Mm -hmm. to be together with these close group of friends that you you become more kind of aware that it's a, a fleeting thing. Yeah. So they're really heightened senses of occasion. And when I read that in Geneva, I almost cried mm. because I live far away from my sister and she's five years younger than me. Yeah. And it is this feeling of like becoming your own countries and kind of flying to visit.
1: Yes. And it's like, we will never be as close yes. as we were.
0: And Ever. how do you reconcile that? Exactly. Um, not to quote God herself, but Joan Didion writes about this in an essay and she says um, that marriage is the greatest betrayal to your family. And, oh, it just kicked me in the bones, that one, because it's so true in a a telling way. And that's what I thought that um, story brought up so wonderfully. And this idea of, like, falling in love to reinvent yourself. And Mm. there are always people who know you in such an undeniable way, but how can you kind of... Disregard but, yeah. that or change that for a more hopeful future for yes.
1: Wow. I, I um I don't want us to talk about this forever because this is such a good interview to get to. But I did want to read um Please. two reviews that I loved. Okay. One of them Just Watching Some Women and Girls, basically, and this is just great. Like that was a like five-star review, no, I think. Love. And then I'm sorry, but this was just the most miserable collection of stories I've ever read. And, okay, I wanted to pull out that one because I saw a few people that didn't like the book because they thought it was mundane or they thought it was boring or they thought it was not complex enough. And I was like, no, this is what it's like. Why it's good. I know. I was like, it's good because it's not romantic. It's good because it's like this is just someone overhearing a conversation and turning it into a world because that conversation to you at the time like basically summed up your whole world. Like, I don't know. I just, I think the ones, I think I saw another comment that said the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. And I was like, if you read this book and you loved it, I think maybe you've thought hard about being perceived in your life. And if you read this book and you didn't love it because you thought it was boring, you might be one of the lucky ones that hasn't overthought how you're perceived oh, too much.
0: that's an eloquent way to frame it. I was going to be more scathing, but I'm like that when I really like something. I'm like, I, I just know. don't know why you
1: wouldn't like it. I know.
0: But yes, it is like if you're expecting a grand heroine, no, this is flawed women going about their like daily lives.
1: If you want to hear more of our conversations about the books we're reading in our book club, you can come and join Shit You Should Read About, which is the very apt name for our book club, where we give you access to our group chats, our full podcast episodes, our weekly prompts, our roundups. It's just the cutest community On the internet. And even better, if you click the link in the show notes, you can get a discount um, to become a Cisco supporter and join the book club. So see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen